Hi everyone, it's Bill Black, the Exit Coach from the Exit Coach Radio Show. You know, one of the biggest questions I get on the show is what exactly goes into a business exit plan and when should I start creating mine? Well, I always tell people that the best time to start was five years ago, but the next best time is now because you never know when you might need it. So we put together a free report that describes what an exit plan is and what you should know. You can get it free by texting exit plan with no spaces to 44222. That's exit plan to 44222. Again, text exit plan to 44222. Welcome to the Exit Coach Radio Show, the show for baby boomer business owners who are looking for cutting-edge information as they plan their 3- to 10-year business succession and exit. Every week, we interview top professional advisors for their best tips, strategies, and precautions so you can be well-planned. And don't miss our one-minute Exit Coach tip of the day on ExitCoachRadio.com. And now, here's your host, the Exit Coach, Bill Black. Hey, everyone. Thanks so much for joining us. It's always a pleasure to have you with us. And uh, my guest today is uh, going to help us understand about something called Performance Strategies. It's a great organization. Lisa Walker is the executive business coach and senior partner of Performance Strategies here in Santa Ana, California. And this this, uh, Performance Strategies coaching and consulting team they bring focus to small to medium-sized businesses in the Orange County, California area. They take a holistic view of a business looking at every functional area from HR to operations, leadership development, scalability, systems, financials to sales, marketing, and customer service, and they find opportunities to improve performance, and we can all use that. Uh, And then they help business owners map out their exit strategy with an expert team of professionals. So let's uh, get Lisa on the line here. Lisa, welcome to the show, and thank you so much for joining us once again. Good morning. Thank you, uh, Bill. My pleasure. Yeah, well, Lisa, you know, we we talked a few years ago, right, on this this show. And you shared some great tips and ideas and precautions for our listeners. And uh, today I want to learn more about what you're doing um, through performance strategies. So tell us a little bit about you and your background in the firm and, uh, and uh, what we should know about, uh, about you and the firm. Sure. Um, so for me personally, uh, my background is in business and uh, technology industries. I kind of grew up down in uh, San Diego in uh, technology um, and imaging um, industries and product management. Uh, for a number of different tech firms, and I then uh, worked for Canon for several years in product management and evaluating business opportunities that were brought to them. Um, And then I ran a a company myself, an imaging technology company, for about 14 years. And in that role, I worked with larger companies, um, uh, HP, sorry, didn't don't know where the P came. P got lost. Anyway, um, <laughs> <Don't worry about laughs> uh, Microsoft, Intel, um, Apple, Google, some names you might be familiar with. And I worked with those companies on solving business problems. What, what, were, what were problems that they were facing um, the, uh, collectively and individually that, um, that we could come up with solutions for? So we did that, um, looked at things like you know, saving costs, growing markets, um, also did some marketing uh, activities with them. 
And so I got to the end of that and, and decided that I, I needed something different and spent a, a lot of time, because I'm an analytical, researching myself to figure out what, what my next thing was going to be. And I was uh, actually at a weekend retreat, so I was doing a lot of personal growth work and uh, talking to a friend of mine who wanted to, me to come to work for him uh, in his business as his CEO or COO. And his, his particular business was a, like an online recruiting business. And it wasn't really, you know, the industry wasn't really floating my boat. But I went out for a run the next morning, and this thought of business coaching came into my head as a way where that I could help him uh, because he was really passionate and excited about his business. And I wanted to help him, uh, but I didn't really want to be in his business. So I, I discovered business coaching, um, you know, looked up uh, how to get into it, got the certification and training, and it's been awesome since then I get to learn about all kinds of different businesses and you know really have a great impact on a smaller to kind of mid-sized business where I'm working with the owner or the CEO directly and I can really see the impact of what I'm doing much more so than say working with Microsoft you know you're sort of a small cog in the wheel um, at right. that level so it's just very much more intrinsically uh, rewarding um, to, to do what I do now now uh, yeah and, and there are so many there's so many of these businesses that that really are underserved, um, yeah. and they really need uh, the same the same help as some of the bigger companies, maybe on a smaller scale. But it's nice to be able to talk to the owner and hear their their story, how they got started, where they're heading, and, yeah. and have more of that personal relationship, right? Exactly. Yeah. It's just it's much more interpersonal. Um, and and that and that just makes the reward um, much more gratifying. You know, when when you see, you know, when I when I meet a client's spouse for the first time and they look at me and they realize who I am and they go, oh my God, thank you. <laughs> you know, it's like that's okay. That, that's why that's what I'm doing. You know, um, it, it it impacts um, you know everybody that that business owner touches. So it's just uh, it's just a very rewarding uh, thing to do. And of course, we live in such an area of entrepreneurship. There are there's businesses everywhere, and there are business owner problems everywhere. And one of those big problems, as you as you stated, is uh, people are getting a little older, and a lot of people are starting mm -hmm. to say in a big wave, you know, uh, someday I've got to get out of my business one way or the other, transition, sell. Um, hopefully I do it while I'm living and, and everything works out yeah. that way. So uh, this this whole theme of, of exit planning is becoming more and more of a practice area, kind of like, I think mm -hmm. of it kind of like elder law was not a big deal 10 years ago, <laughs> right. right? But because yeah. the population's aging at such a tremendous yep. rate, um, there there are a lot of people moving into that zone when they're starting to think about this stuff. So why do yep. business owners need to plan their exit? Uh, that, that's a great question, and, and it's really – it's not just that the population is aging. It's that we have this enormous you know, tsunami of baby boomers that are approaching now, uh, this year for the first time, they are, uh, they are beginning to be in retirement age. And the, the whole history of, of baby boomers is really interesting. You know, when, when they were you know, young, it was – they were – they were subjected for the first time to consistent expo media exposure, you know, TVs, right, and consistent advertising. And so they grew up with this um, idea of, of entrepreneurship and this idea that, you know, you can have whatever you want if you just work hard enough. And so they all went to college in record numbers, and they got out, and the, you know, the, the 
corporations in America could not absorb them. There, there was too many of them. So they had to go start their own business. And, and that has created this, you know, 50 to 60 percent uh, of businesses are, are these small businesses that were start and run by, by baby boomers. And they are entrepreneurs. They work hard. They have values um, that are, you know, are different than the following uh, generations. So, but but now they're at the place where okay, there's this this glut of, of there's there's going to be eleven thousand more businesses up for sale every month than the market can absorb. And the bad news is the next generation, which are Gen Xers, there's there's you know there's half as many of them to begin with. They don't have the same values. They have no interest in working sixty or seventy hours a week. Um, they they want a lifestyle. They they want a, a job where you know they they can go and work the number of hours they want to work and then go get what they want to get. And so not having thought about how you're going to exit your business is going to leave you at the bottom of that pile. Only the top you know cream of businesses where the owner has prepared, um, they've looked at their valuation and increased it, um, they've you know, done the work that they need to do to get the business, you know, their, their EBITDA to, to multiples that are very attractive, et cetera. Um, there's just, you know, the market for these businesses is just going to be, uh, it's going to be a buyer's market. And so it's critically important that um, business owners now begin thinking about um, how, how am I going to get out of this thing? What am I going to get for my business? They, pe- owners don't have any idea how, how much their business is worth, um, you know, and they they just they're not prepared for it. And so as a result of that, you know, I, I honestly I am not a gloom and doom person, but this glut of businesses that employs a lot of people um, in this country, you know, is potentially going to be a trigger for. A, a downturn when all those people lose their jobs because this, you know, the businesses haven't been uh, run well enough or optimized for them working with the, the owner not there. Yes, yes, you have very, very good points. And again, the baby boomers. If you're a baby boomer, if you're born between 1946 and 1964, so you're right now you'd be in your in your mid 50s to your early 70s. And again, a lot of people are thinking, well, I, I feel pretty good. I, I'll keep doing it for a few more years. But we're moving into more and more of this glut of all of these owners heading for some kind of a transition or exit. And like you say, Lisa, there's it's going to be a big. A beauty contest with a lot of contestants, and if you're not standing out, uh, you're going to get passed over. So, what keeps a lot of these owners from from starting their planning and and getting their their you know their business ready for yeah. transition or sale? Yeah. Um, for, first of all, they just they, they they're so busy working in their business that they they don't uh, they don't see it coming, right? They they don't think about the fact that. You know, there's this tsunami of of uh, baby boomers looking to to get out of their businesses in the next ten, you know 20 years. Um, so they they don't see they just don't have awareness that that it's coming. So they don't realize how competitive that market is going to be. Um, they also just you know plain old don't don't want to think about it. You know, it, it's sort of like well they're you know their their whole identity is wrapped up in the business. This is who I am, and so. It's not just even a question of 
you know, structuring the business and, and lo- looking at, you know, am I, am I going to sell this to, to third party? Do I have employees? Um, you know, do I have a succession plan for employees or, or family members? Um, you know, or, or am I going to just shut it down and walk away? You know, um, they, they don't, um, they don't want to think about it because it sort of means, you know, okay, if, if this business is my identity, all of a sudden my identity is, you know, who am I? And so it's, there's, there's an emotional aspect to it as well where, you know, that's, it's, a big, it's a big question that it's very easy to, you know, it's like planning your, your funeral, right? Or your, <laughs> all, no, nobody wants to yeah. think about it. Yeah. 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 No, you're 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 dying in in one way or in, your identity might be dying. You're right. You're, yeah. That's a good analogy, I think. Yeah. You know, exactly. who am I? Who yeah. am I if I'm not in my business? Because that's it, been my life. Yeah, and a lot of them are just unprepared for making that transition. Even even if they don't plan for it, you know. I mean, if you plan for it, obviously you can you can have much more control over over the outcome and it be, it can be done on your you know on your terms and uh on your schedule um but it that's not going to happen unless you you know take action now you know i think a lot of people think of their business as as a property in some ways and and it's like well if i want to sell my house you know yeah i'll get the windows cleaned and i'll put some paint on the front door and right. there'll be a buyer there in no time how is how is this so much different than that yeah that's a great question um they um a lot of um business owners don't don't take the time um to really institutionalize what they do so creating structure or process systems getting the stuff that's in their head out of their head and into the fabric of the business that's not something you need to do when you're selling your house it's just a you know it's a, it's a physical structure yeah you know you you know you paint and you carpet and you you know fix things and put some new flowers out in front but that's that's a very different scenario than transferring a business to other people as an ongoing entity so there's a there's a lot of things to do, and this is this is a lot of what we do um, as a coaching firm is we we take that piece of the the exit strategy and planning that is involved in increasing the valuation. What what are the multi, you know look at the financials, increasing the valuation. Um, there's also the succession planning, right? If you want to pass it on to employees or or uh, or or family members. That there's a long-term planning cycle for doing that in order to minimize the tax impact. Um, and I'm, I'm not a tax professional. I don't. I bring in other people to advise on that. Um, but but it's important and it takes time. And so they're they're just because they've sort of had their head in the sand about it. Um, they're just not prepared to, um, to to do those kinds of things, and they don't. They're not looking at it. So it's it's really a you know much different transaction than um, than selling a house. There's just a lot more work to do. Yeah, yeah, I hear what you're saying. So if it's not transferable, and you're talking about processes and systems and things that need to be need to continue on, if it's not transferable, it's less valuable, and it, it may it may not be valuable at all if, if you're trying right. to sell to an outsider because another company is is uh, put together well, has good processes and systems, and the other side of it is the human element. If it's not managed well, then it probably won't survive into the future, and the value is is going to be less. So Critical, right. critical areas, and they're all complicated. So, how do you yep. help? Um, how do you help your clients overcome their obstacles? Yeah, the 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 first thing is to just 
you know, take take one small step, right? Just just do something. Um, we have a um, an assessment that um, that folks can come to our website and and take, um, and it's it's there, it's called Exit Map, and so so that's just an assessment of where you are now. It, it's just, it's a easy you know 15 minute um, thing to to do to to just take one small step. A lot of what what keeps up is it's a huge thing, right? You, you look at this, oh, my God, exit stream. You know, there's so many moving parts to that, and uh, I just I don't know how to even approach it. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's a big thing. So, and that, interestingly, I'm kind of into the brain science of, of some of this stuff, and uh, the, the, the amygdala, which is your, you know, fight, fl- fight flight, freeze mm-hmm. uh, control center, when, when it, it gets triggered, when, when you think about a, a big thing like that. So this is, you know, Kaizen, one small step theory, right? So if you, if you think about it in terms of this big thing that I don't know anything about, you, you, you know, they go into freeze mode. And when that happens, your, your amygdala cuts off access to your prefrontal cortex, which is where the creativity and the thinking and the action can take place. So, so people just freeze up because they think of it as a huge thing. So, so the first, you know, kind of point of advice is, is just make it one small step. You, you don't have to do, you know, just just think mm-hmm. just think of what is the the next one small step um, that you need to take. And I, I would recommend taking the assessment um, as a as a small step. Um, second thing is you can calibrate. You know, go, go get a real valuation. Figure out how much your business is worth. Um, triangulate where where am I? How much money do I need to retire? And what's the gap? And then see how go get a, a proper valuation done, and uh, we've got lots of good resources for getting that done. Um, and then you know putting put a team in together together um, to to make it happen. This is not something that um, you know any one individual, um, you know even yourself. I know you you know this is this is what you do as well. Um, from a from a business coaching standpoint, um, what what we provide is just a holistic view of the business. That's what Performance Strategies does. Is you know we take a holistic view. Um, we identify the other resources that we need to bring in. There's you know CPAs and attorneys and uh, financial folks and insurance, etc. You know so we we take care of the thinking about the the big picture. And we can just present to you just the small steps that that you need to take individually. Yeah, exactly. It's like a it's kind of like a football team. There's a head coach, but there's also a lot of right. other coaches that need to exactly. come in, and everybody yep. collaborates to create the playbook. And right. then, uh, exactly. and then you then you have your playbook. Then you and it's it 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 is a daunting process. A lot of owners think, well, I'll just when I'm ready, I'll just go talk to somebody and they'll sell it and that's that and it's and that's that uh, you right. know and you, and we both we both hear from a lot of a lot of business brokers and owners yep. that almost uh, 8 to 9 out of 10 people that go yep. to those types of brokers walk away thinking I thought it was worth a lot more than they tell me it's worth um number yep. 2 I thought my business would be easy to sell look what look at all it provides right. me um and number 3 is uh, if I leave, there's nobody left behind that can really run this thing, and that's a, that's yeah. all problematic stuff. It's, there's a, there's a lot of workforce out there, isn't there? Yeah, it, it, there sure is, and and you know, and that's and that's sort of what keeps people stuck, right? At the same time, is like, oh my, it's a it's a big thing, 
And so, you know, again, my advice is to just break it down into taking the first small step and then, you know, get get some professional help and, and let, you know, let the professionals worry about, you know, how, how we're going to make this happen and, and the details. And it's just a matter of, you know, finding the right people to, to help you. But it also, you know, a good point that you made with, with um, you know, business brokers out there, right? Right now, the the professionals that are do you know business brokers and M and A type folks they, their capacity is about nine thousand a year uh, right now we're, we're talking about you know eleven thousand a month more than that um, in terms of the business that are coming for sale for sale so that just gives you you know uh, an idea of the size of the issue that's that's coming down the pike. Yeah, and a lot of owners are going to say, well, then that's okay. I'll just turn it over to my kids. God help you and God bless you, but you need a lot of work to figure out and work with those uh, successor owners. And that's the other area where performance strategy comes in, strategies come in to basically, you know, well, let's figure out uh, what they know about running a business and what they should know and what their strengths and weaknesses are. Because that could be, you know, the goal of that type of planning is, is happy Thanksgivings forever. And if you don't <laughs> do a lot of planning, you're not going to achieve that goal. So, Lisa, right. you have on your site, you have a free online assessment of a business owner's readiness for their eventual exit from their business. And you, you, you alluded to this earlier, the exit map. So let me tell you, listeners, uh, write this down. You can go to www.ps, for performance strategies, ps-mcg, mcg, ps-mcg, got it, dot com. And you'll find that, uh, and look for exit map from the menu. You can link to that page and select Lisa Walker as your advisor from the drop-down list. And, hey, bingo, bango, you've got a good initial uh, first step to figure out how ready you are and tell you what you might need to be doing now to start getting ready. And then, uh, Lisa, they can get in touch with you, I would imagine, at that by uh, at that website as well and, and find your information if they have other questions. Uh, yes. And we would like to, if you're listening to this uh, on the recorded link, we'd like you to, to ask you to share this interview by LinkedIn so that Lisa gets exposure with some of your friends and contacts who desperately need her help. Lisa, is there a better way for people to get in touch, or did I cover it all? Uh, that, that'll work. Uh, my, my email is easy as well. It's lisa at ps-mcg.com, so same same URL, um, and just Lisa at the at the front. So, uh, and my number is nine four nine six zero seven eight one eight zero. So, and my my information is is uh, up on the website as well. And I'll tell you what, in the circles that I run in, your name is regarded very highly as an expert in this area. So I really thank you for well, coming you. on and sharing such great information for listeners. And uh, I hope you will take advantage of getting in touch with Lisa and uh, and getting started on your planning. It's never too soon to start. Like I say, <laughs> uh, five years ago would have been a great time to get started, but the next <laughs> best time is now. Is now. Yes, Exactly. <laughs> And it Lisa, took 15 thank, minutes yeah. to take the assessment, and, and we're off and running. That's terrific. So, Lisa, thank you once again. Uh, I will see you around in, uh, in the circles that we run in, and I look forward to that. And I also look forward to the next time we talk because I think we're just scratching the surface here. Yep, absolutely. Thank you so much, Lisa, for joining me yep. today. Thank you. My pleasure.
Thank you for listening to Exit Coach Radio.